Welcome to the Uncapped Photographer Podcast, the podcast for established photographers ready to uncap their income and offerings and build the business and life they've dreamed of without the burnout. I'm Krista, a wife, mom, and photographer turned business coach. With 10 years in the industry, I'm sharing the clear and concise actions I took to grow a successful multiple six-figure photography business. Now, I coach photographers how to go from a stuck to sustainable business model. Are you ready to uncap yourself? Let's dive on in. Hey guys, I'm so excited for this first podcast episode. I'm going to be sharing about my story, my journey as a photographer, how I got going, some pivots I made along the way, and where I'm at now. So whether you're just getting going, I'm going to be sharing how I got started and got momentum built up. If you're very established and you're at the point where you're like, Krista, something's got to give or something's got to break with where I'm at, this is also for you because I'm going to be sharing how I got to that point in my business as well and what I did. So let's dive on in. My story starts how most photographers' story starts, I feel like, where you buy your first camera in high school and I just dragged anyone and everyone I possibly could out for pictures and just really, really enjoyed it. I didn't buy the camera thinking, I'll start a photography business. It really was just a hobby. But as I dragged people out and family out and even self-portraits and had fun editing them, I realized, like, I really, really enjoy this. I'm becoming very passionate about this. This is really fun for me. It's very exciting. Oh, and you can make money through this, which is really great, too. So I decided, okay, maybe I should start charging. And I have messages I can pull up for you where I reached out to the senior class behind me in high school and told some of them, hey, I'll do your senior pictures for $25. Okay, guys, like, it was rough. (laughs) But we all start somewhere. And so by doing that and getting my name out there and just actively dragging people out for different sessions, getting practice, learning my equipment really well, what equipment I should upgrade to get certain looks, what settings I needed to get those looks, and on and on and on, I slowly got better and better. So I went into college studying business. I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do, but business seemed like a really good option that left me a lot of doors open. So I'm working another job and doing photography, getting going with college, and then partway through college, I stopped that other job just to do photography and focus on that. So along with that, I started soaking up like any and all education I possibly could. And that's one of the reasons I'm really passionate now about anyone in business investing in education in a coach to get them to the next level is because I saw like how little I was making then, like I don't even think I was breaking even, but... I was actively learning and trying to invest back into my business and into myself and into my education to continue growing and become better and better and better. And I 100% believe and know that that is what scaled me as quick and as fast as it did was proactively learning and investing in my education. So as I went through college, I'm becoming better and better at photography. It's still rough, but we're getting going and I'm doing a lot of portraits, right? Because when you're just getting started, stakes are a lot less doing a portrait session than like a wedding. You're not going to hire someone with no portfolio for a wedding. So I'm doing more and more portraits. And I remember I had a couple and I did their engagement session and I loved them. And they're like, Krista, will you do our wedding? And I was like, absolutely not. I cannot do your wedding. And then I went home and was thinking about it and was like, okay, why not? Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should take this on. So I reached back out to them and they booked me for their wedding. And so that was the first wedding I had booked. And around then, I booked like a few others too, not for very much money, less than $1,000, just to see what I thought. So I also am investing in my education, decide let's invest in some wedding education, okay? Because these people are interested in weddings. People are asking me about it. Like, I really want to know, is this for me? And I think I'm enjoying it. And so I shoot those weddings and I do really enjoy it. And I want to learn more and more. And as I'm learning more, One thing that I feel like was just a really big push when I was around that point was like weddings are the way to go. You need to niche down, just do weddings, and really not promote portrait sessions if you want to solely be a wedding photographer. So I was like, okay, sounds good. I'm great with that. If that's what it means to run a successful business, and 
I really enjoy weddings. I love the relationship with the couples. I love the different aspects of the day. I love just the momentum of the day and how different each day is and how fast it is. It stays moving. It's fun. It's exciting. It's their best day. You get to know their families. I really enjoy weddings. So I basically stopped marketing portraits. That's after really doing just portraits for a few years getting going. But I still would get increased for them because as I'm going through college, guys, I'm using every opportunity I can to blog, to edit, to post on my Facebook page because business Facebook pages were where it was at at that point. So I'm really using all of those free ways to market. There's a lot and lot of free ways to market. All those free ways to market to really get up and going. And then as I'm shooting more weddings, I also go ahead and invest in someone making my website look decent, okay? And I really want to make this into a business. I'm like, okay, I think this can happen. And I really, really enjoy this. So I'm building this little business and I'm still not charging very much at all. Very little. I remember there was a blogger I partnered with and this was also for exposure, but I would do her shoots for like 60 bucks and then run over to class real quick, sit in class, edit while I was in class, which don't tell my teachers. Some of them knew and some of them even would let me, but I would just sit there and kind of working whenever I had free times, lunch, all this on my photo business. So I became very dedicated to growing it and I was using the education I learned to go ahead and further it. But as I grew, I focused more and more on weddings. So my posts turned all into wedding posts and I really didn't market portraits very much. I didn't really post them at all. And I was ending college and people I was graduating with were getting married, which was awesome. So they would book me to shoot their wedding. And I'm slowly building, building, and building. Now, on a personal level, my senior year of college, my husband, Edward, and I start dating. And we date for a couple years after college. So we're dating. I'm building this business. And before we got married, we sat down and we basically laid it all out when it came to finances. We decided to just be very open with each other about everything. We very much have the mindset of we're going into marriage. What's mine is his. What's his is mine. And so I want to be fully transparent. Like, here's how much I have. Here's what I'm working towards. And I really want this photo business to continue running and to be full time. And we would have lots of conversations about that. And he was really, really supportive. So we go into marriage. I'm working on my photo business. He's doing his job. And I remember about in January, I'm trying to remember if it was the first year we were married or the second, but I paid some big taxes that were all coming out at once. And I felt like I'd been shot. (laughs) Like my mom is my accountant. And I remember being like, this is not working. Like this is not going to work. This is really frustrating. I'm working really hard. I'm doing everything I think I'm supposed to be doing. I'm focused on weddings, but I just know I could do so much more. I have the drive. I have the stamina. I have the energy. I feel like I have the skill set. I'm trying to learn all I can, but I feel like I should be so much further ahead than I am right now. I feel like I can be further ahead. And I want that. I want like a successful six-figure, multi-six-figure business. But looking at the numbers and how many weddings I need to be doing, I, I became very stressed about that where I would overanalyze like, okay, I have this number of weddings booked now. Last year at this time, I had this number booked. And I would kind of spiral in my head pretty frequently about like, is this going to work? And became very anxious about it and stressed. I also had a hard time with knowing what to do when it came to wedding marketing. Obviously, I wasn't shooting a wedding every weekend. So like, what do I do in those off times when I'm just focused on weddings to really build up? I would show up for wedding shows and try to connect with vendors and such. And I'll talk about that more in other episodes of what you can do to really grow the wedding side of your business. And I was doing those things, but still just not getting to where I wanted to be and very stressed. So around that time, some friends connected me with a really great mentor who came alongside and basically was like, Krista, you can grow a much better business, a much stronger business, a business that makes a lot more money with a much better schedule by changing how you're doing things and actually by adding portrait sessions back in 
in a different way. You don't have to stop doing weddings, but we can add this back in. So I chatted with my husband a lot about it and we decided like, let's go for this. Like we're just doing weddings now. Let's build up this portrait thing on the side and see what happens. So up until then, guys, that was like my something's got to give or something's got to break moment where I was like, I want this to work. I know this can work. I do not want to go work for someone else at this point. I want my business to run and be sustainable and be able to support our family. And this truly was the ticket that got me there. So I'm really excited about sharing more of this upcoming episodes. So my setup up to that point when it came to my business was obviously shooting and booking weddings here and there. I think at that point, I was around that $3,000 range, I believe. For portrait sessions, what that looked like was it's called shoot and burn. And what that means is someone reaches out to you, they email you, DM you, whatever, you get their inquiry and you reply with your rates and they decide if they want to book you or not. And if they want to book you, sounds great. Here's some location options. Nail it down. Invoice. Pay. Done. After the session, I shoot them an online gallery within a couple weeks and we're done. I have a store linked up to my online gallery and hope they buy something, but chances are they probably won't. So that was my system before. Now, my new setup after was going to be different. It was going to be a much higher client touch point and client experience And it was now going to be focused on products. And I got really excited about this because leading up to this point, I have had clients reach out to me literally five years after their session saying, Krista, do you still have the link? We never got any prints or wall art or albums or anything done. And we want to do that with our old photos. And so I was seeing like, okay, there's a step I'm missing here. Like clients are wanting this. They're missing out on this. They're not enjoying their photos as much as they could. My photos are getting posted on Facebook for something. And then basically that's it, unless it's for like a birthday post or something. And I wanted my photos to live on more than that. And I even saw that personally with myself and with Edward. Like when we don't print our photos is maybe my phone lock screen for a little bit and an Instagram post and that's it. And I'm really not looking too much back on it. So I got really excited about this new process that was gonna serve clients better, build a stronger relationship with clients and go on from there. So we added in and I was really proactive. And guys, I had to think back because I was six years into the industry and my business at this point. Making a pivot, and this was a big one, it was scary. So when I have students come to me that are interested in me coaching them and they're like, Krista, I know something's gotta give and change, but I'm so scared because I'm established. I've been doing something the same way for years and years. I'm like, I get it, I was there. And I remember that fear I felt of like, I've been doing this for so long. I should not be working as hard as I'm working, as much as I'm working, not having as much success as I want. And it's scary to make a big change when you were taught to do something a certain way for so long and have been doing it that way. So I made that scary step. And by no means was it easy at first. There were plenty of days I sat there and cried and talked to Edward and was like, what am I doing? Like, why is this not working all the time? And what I had to do is I had to keep working at it. And I had to keep finding What's working? What's not? Why is it not working? What do I need to do? Do I need to market differently to attract a different clientele? Do I need to work on sharing the value better? And so with my new process, I now focused on products. I didn't focus on a low-end experience where I'm just shooting them a gallery at the end of the day and hoping they find something in the online gallery. It's very close in tandem where I guide them through an entire process where we do a meeting beforehand to talk through the session and their heirlooms and what's going to work well in their home and what shots are important to them. We shoot the session. We sit down again after and go through this again and talk through those pointers again and look at what images that they love and are meaningful to them. And then they can go ahead and place their order. Again, I'm going to be sharing more about this in future episodes. But let me share what happened when I added this in. It was like a renewed passion for my business. It was a huge turning point. It actually felt like I had started a different business 
because I had really missed out on that passion for what I was doing. Okay. So first of all, I liked that again, my photos were actually ending up somewhere. I felt like my work was a lot more purposeful and a lot more meaningful. No more was it, I want to book you to have a couple Instagram photos. It was like, I'm booking you and these are going on my wall for the years to come. Like that was so meaningful and special to me. A few other things I loved for portrait sessions. That's really not the case for weddings. You can book them like on a Tuesday morning, on a Thursday morning. It doesn't have to be Saturdays. I don't even open up Saturdays for portrait sessions on my calendar. You definitely can, but you don't have to, and people can make it work. And that was really great too. You also need to shoot portrait sessions always in the evening. That's a big fallacy I hear. If you've been a wedding photographer, you've had to shoot portraits like all different times of the day. You don't really get a say in that necessarily, okay? You're just making the timeline and getting everything in. And so I liked the schedule-wise, I could be shooting on days other than just Saturdays. So I could continue shooting weddings and continue growing that, but add in this new side of my business during the week, which I loved. Another thing I liked was that close relationship that I now had with portrait clients. I didn't before. Again, we were emailing, I was shooting the gallery and calling it a day. And they loved their time with me. They loved their hour with me shooting, but like that was it. There wasn't much more to it. If they wanted wall art or something, I'd refer them to another company, okay? But now I was able to build that closer relationship that I had loved from weddings where you're communicating, you're chatting before and after, and they'd come back to me. And it was just so fun and refreshing and exciting having that same intentionality and that same intimacy with clients I had for weddings and have that kind of come over to portraits. I really, really enjoyed that. But a huge thing was that's when my income just really skyrocketed and changed. Suddenly, what I could make per session was uncapped. That first year, I remember my first $900 sale was huge for me, okay? For some of you, that might not sound like a lot, but for me, that was really big coming from a shoot and burn photographer before where I was like, okay, there's something here. And then I got over $1,000 and then I hit $1,900 and then I got past that and then $3,000, $4,000, $5,000, $6,000. There was something there. And that made me also very passionate to know like the sky's the limit here. Suddenly, I can make so much more working more during the week than on a weekend And I'm loving it even more. And I'm serving my clients so, so much better. So I'm building this up. And keep in mind, the first sales were not $6,000 sales. And I learned a lot as I was building. And COVID hit. Now, a lot of my weddings got rescheduled or canceled or different things happened. But where I was, I was still able to shoot outdoor portraits and was still able to build that side of my business up. My business just about doubled, which was wild. There was a lot less pressure to book weddings. But I was telling you, like when I would spiral in anxiety of like, what do I need to book here or there? It became kind of like, great. If I book it, that's awesome. If not, I'm okay because I'm doing these portrait sessions and I can do a few portrait sessions and make as much as I would normally in one wedding. So I was able to take weddings, but I was able to price myself in a way where it was weddings that they were really excited to work with me and I was really excited to work with them. But within a few years, what happened was as I continued building this portrait side of my business up and up and up, it actually surpassed my wedding income. So in 2022, we did over six figures with weddings, but multiple six figures with portrait sessions. And so that's when it just like, guys, there's so much potential there that I was so unaware of before. And I was working so hard before, but missing like this key step. On a personal level, it brought my husband and I a lot of changes. We traveled more and did some really cool trips that we could afford and that we could schedule the time off for. We bought our second home and made our first home a rental. He was able to pull back on one of his jobs more. He was working two jobs, one for the insurance, and he was able to stop working that to help me with the business more and spend more time with me. And 
So many things happen when you are running your business and don't have a business that runs you, that you're very unsure about, that you're very burnt out of, that you're just running from thing to thing to thing and not actually planning for like, what's next? How is this going to be sustainable? Like, how are you going to scale this? So around that time, I'm having photographers reach out to me because they're seeing me post about my new process on Instagram and share client orders and such and, you know, ask me about products and everything. And I'm sharing about my setup. And I had a friend really encourage me, like, you really need to start coaching. You need to start coaching. You need to start sharing how you're doing this with other photographers. So I hired a mentor to help me with that. And I began last year coaching other photographers how to have the same setup in their business. And it was incredible. Like the results within the first year of me coaching multiple photographers tripling their portrait session amount that they would usually bring in. Another photographer doubling her income before even like the last quarter of the year from the previous year helping multiple photographers hit that six-figure mark, which is really, really exciting. And so I became so passionate about sharing this with photographers because I tell them I've done it both ways. I've done it offering products outside the gallery like I do now, and I've done it where I didn't. And I just shot them in gallery and had some product offerings in there because, guys, I'm not doing this through the online gallery, okay? This is very different. I've done it both ways. And the cool thing was too, I still kept up doing weddings and was actually able to serve those clients even better by helping them with products for their engagement session and a framed bridal portrait and then helping them with their wedding album after. And that makes me really excited. I had one student who literally had booked a wedding uh, around like that three grand mark and then had a two grand album sale after. Like she was able to serve her clients so well and they saw the value so much and having her do their album that they spent almost as much as their full wedding day on their wedding album. There's so many ways you can serve clients so much better when it comes to weddings and portraits and it changed everything for me. So where I'm at now, guys, is I now focus on coaching We closed our wedding calendar. We take portrait sessions for top pass clients that we love serving, but we really want to dedicate our time to helping you as a photographer grow and reach that next level. Whether you're just getting going, learning your camera, we have resources for you that teach you how to do that because you have to understand your camera to have beautiful, consistent images, which is a huge, huge part in booking ideal clients on repeat. And we also help photographers who are established, but they're realizing like, hey, this isn't working. I've worked so hard to build this business, but my friends who took the corporate job just seem to have a much better work-life balance, a much better income. Maybe I should have done that. And I get to help those photographers too change what they're doing in their business so it's much more sustainable. They can choose when they want to work, what they want to take. Multiple students who've been through my program ended up partnering or opening up photo studios and got to focus more on that. So last September, I had my daughter, and truly, when I look back over my business over the past few years, I became even more passionate about sharing with photographers how you can actually work less and make more, how you can actually book less sessions and make so much more from them. You don't have to always book weddings if you don't want to scale weddings. Don't feel like you have to. It's going to be really, really hard to create a sustainable business shooting weddings if you don't love them. And now I want to spend obviously as much time with my family and with my daughter as possible. And there are some photographers out there who are running around looking really, really busy, but they're not making anywhere near what they could. They're not serving their clients anywhere near as well as they could. And if you're like, but Krista, I'm so afraid that less clients would book me if I shifted things and became a higher end photographer. But guys, I was able to still scale and do multiple years of over a hundred portrait session clients. But what I was able to make per session would have been multiple, like four shoot and burn sessions before. It's so worth it. 
More than ever, am I so passionate about helping photographers have that work and life balance, if you can call it that, be able to see like I don't need to be busy all of the time to make a sustainable photography income, to grow a business, to uncap my income. It is so possible, and I'm so glad you're here to learn how. Thank you again for joining us for the Uncapped Photographer Podcast. If you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe. Want to connect further? Give us a follow on Instagram at Krista with the C-H underscore Renee, R-E-N-E. See you next time.